I'm Jess. And I'm Danny. And we're next. Neonatal experience therapists. We want to welcome you to our podcast. Yes, welcome. And thank you for tuning in to listen to us. We are going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. And then we are going to tell you why we're doing this. So... I'll start. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm Jess, like I said. I'm a physical therapist. I have almost 21 years experience, all in pediatrics. I've worked in acute care at nationally ranked children's hospitals. I've worked in outpatient, um, including early intervention in the outpatient setting. I've worked in NICU for over 15 years, off and on, and I um, predominantly all NICU for the past seven years. And I am a certified neonatal therapist. I've worked both level three and level four NICUs. And I also am certified as a neonatal touch and massage therapist. And I'm Danny. I'm an occupational therapist. I have a little over 13 years of experience, all in pediatrics. Um, nine of those years, I worked in acute care and um, at a nationally ranked hospital. And seven of those nine years, I was in a, the NICU there, uh, level four NICU. Um, I now work in early childhood intervention. I've done this for the last two years, and I um, am working with kids from birth to three um, and working with them on their motor skills, feeding, and helping them reach their milestones. So Danny and I met working at Nationally Ranked Children's Hospital. We have been friends for over 13 years. Um, she is my ride or die, and, <laughs> um, or one, one of them, one of a couple. Anyways, um, but we were talking one day, and she actually came up with the idea and said, don't you feel like so many parents are just kind of left hanging out there? So when your baby's in the NICU, your focus is just on their medical stability. It is such a stressful time. And I mean, it's even that way when you have an adult family member in the hospital. You're just focused on them and people are coming in and giving you information and you're just trying to soak it all in. Right. And it's really hard to retain that information at that time. And, you know, and then later you, you may have some handouts, but you have how many handouts to go through and, and you know, it's hard to even prioritize all the handouts and what information you get. Right. I mean, even I had a family member have surgery last fall and I was looking at one of the handouts for some exercises, and as a physical therapist, I was I couldn't even figure out what one of the exercises was that they were trying to have them do. So it is really overwhelming. And then when you get home, what is it? How is typically what a two to three month gap, it's, Danny? Yeah, it's typically a two to three months, and that's even like the minimum. I mean, I'm seeing babies, you know, they're four months old and still just getting their their evaluation, you know, with early intervention or private home health, whatever it may be. But, you know, so there's that gap of, you know, two to three, sometimes four months where you're at home and you're kind of thinking, what am I doing? And that's when we want to be there for you. Because a lot of times, even in the hospital, so many people are coming in and out of the room right. that you may not even realize it's the therapist in there. And then there's also hospitals that are smaller that only have therapy on a consultative basis. So we want to make sure that you can start helping your baby day one when they're in the hospital. And we want to, we're not here to provide the therapy or to tell you how to do the therapy. That's your therapist. I mean, we are therapists, but we don't want to interfere with what they're doing. We want to help you understand and we want to be an adjunct. We want to empower you so that you can be active in that. Because as a therapist, I want parents asking me questions. I want them to say, 
hey, I know you talked about this before. You showed me this. Can we please go over this? We don't, I personally don't look down on that. I'm like, absolutely, because. Right. So we want to help you have those questions to ask your therapist. We want to give you, um, equip you with all that information to where you know what you're asking and you know what you're, you're looking for in your baby. Right. And we want to talk about, so some of the topics that we're going to cover in our podcast coming up, not tonight, obviously, but an upcoming podcast are yes. going to be things such as brain development. Right. Why therapy is important. Um, even tummy time and the different ways to do tummy time um, doesn't just have to be flat on the floor or on a blanket. There's lots of other ways to do it that, you know, because ba- most babies do not like tummy time. And so there are lots of other modified ways to do tummy time as well. Um, and then even seating devices, the do's and don'ts about seating devices. Um, and, you know, just basic developmental milestones and what to look for in regards to motor um, and even vision and visual skills and um, sensory in terms of, you know, how your baby's tolerating, you know, position changes and, you know, ways to help them calm and um, any, what other things do you think? Auditory Jess? system. We'll talk yes. about, the, you know, their hearing. Um, we will also talk about you know, bonding with your baby. Um, right. Calming them. Did you, I, Danny may have already said calming. Sorry, I may be repeating. No, yeah. And and one of the big things um, that, you know, in order to calm your baby, you have the big word on the street right now is co-regulation. And so we hope to kind of go into some of that um, as well and what co-regulation is and how to bond with your baby and help them calm and, and to help them regulate. Yes. So all of this is stuff that when you have a premature infant or an infant that was in the NICU for whatever reason, a lot of this just are things that people take for granted that, okay, yeah, you'll know this, but it is very overwhelming. Some of those babies can be very fussy and that's okay. We wanna help you help your baby. We want to make sure that they are achieving their fullest potential and you're their biggest cheerleader. You're their biggest calmer. You're their biggest fan. You know your baby better than anybody else. So we're going to go through different topics on each podcast. And we know feeding is always a huge stress getting home. And we do hope to have some, um, either a speech therapist come as, um, and, do some um be here as a guest speaker or and and even some other guest speakers to address some of these topics as well yes because feeding we know you cannot leave the NICU until you can eat properly but it doesn't stop there and sometimes you get home and things change things change with that and some babies have all sorts of feeding issues so we will have speech therapists come on and be here and we have an email address that you can email us. Um, you can also, we're on Facebook. Yes, we're on Facebook. You can look up Next Podcast on Facebook. Um, we also have an Instagram page. Um, it's called Jess and Danny at Next Podcast. And we and our email is jessanddanny at nextpodcast.org. That's J-E-S-A-N-D-D-A-N-I at nextpodcast.org. We would love to hear your questions, topics that you have that you want us to talk about. Because there are so many things that we know we want to talk about. For example, we know recently the CDC changed the milestones and 
Right. You know, a lot of therapists are in disagreement with them taking crawling out. That's a huge. Yes, yes. And and even just understanding crawling and the importance of crawling, right. um, we can go into into in depth on why crawling is important. Um, I know, you know, some babies will try to skip crawling and go to pulling up to stand and walking and, but there's so many skills that crawling, um, helps them to, to be able to do. Um, I mean, it helps with visual depth perception. I mean, and, and even that reciprocal coordination, which is the back and forth coordination of arms and legs. And there's just so many things. Those are just a few things, but that, that crawling is, is necessary for babies to develop and have that coordination that they need. Well, and not, yeah, not even even just coordination but core strength That's oh exactly core strength yes. and yeah. developing the arches of the hand for handwriting which is a lost art these days mm-hmm, but still mm-hmm. we do see sometimes kids that don't crawl their fine motor skills aren't aren't as good because they didn't get that development in their arches in their hands mm-hmm. so but we're going to talk about all these different areas of of development um starting at you know all the way from prematurity up until one years of one year of age um and so we're hoping that you know, and we want to hear from you. We want, we want, we want to know what you're struggling with, um, so that we can bring that into our podcast, also. Yes, and like we said, we're going to start from the time your baby is born, as young as 22 weeks, and what you can do to help them in the NICU. And we're going to try to explain why they're doing what they're doing at that point. Why low stimulation, decreased lighting, you know. Get the cares done and, and get out and keep that your baby positioned. Well, we're going to explain all about those positioning devices as well yes. and why they're not necessary at home. And we will even talk about the proper way to swaddle because I know I it took me years of working in the NICU to be able to really swaddle a baby well. I would swaddle them and within three seconds they could get out. Yes, and I mean, and some of these swaddling techniques that, that some nurses still teach it's kind of a little bit of an older technique is you know is really tight with the arms down and I know that now we realize that what's needed is we need their arms and hands up close to their face and we need more movement in the hips so there's so many new things with the research that's out there now that and we want to be able to provide you with some of this information of the that comes from all this new research in terms of how to best care for your infant exactly because everything we do is research-based and that's true I wasn't even thinking about I was just thinking about how to properly swaddle with the hands up I wasn't thinking there are some nurses that will even swaddle with the legs straight down oh yes we want the hips flexed but we will get into all that that goes under positioning so we just want to welcome you to our podcast and let you know that we will be back and we will talk about whatever you want us to talk about in addition to things that we have planned And please tell your friends about us, and we look forward to being here for you. Yes, thank you for listening, and we hope that we can be a good good support system for you and, and your baby. Yep, we will speak with you soon. Thank you.